When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Wolf 359. Hira, but we're not actually in danger of losing our air supply anytime soon, right? Uh, probably not. The life support system was among the least affected by the last few weeks, so you shouldn't have problems with that. Although, I still haven't found where I left the airlock override code, so I guess there's a chance of an accidental air vent. How big of a chance? try that one more time. What are the odds of that happening, specifically in terms that I can understand? Right. Well, um, based on the available data, I'd say the most viable answer is, uh, zibbledy Okay. Good chat. Let's try channel 145, okay? Ready when you are. Channel 145, no contact. Let's try 146. One forty-six, no contact. What a shocking twist. I know, right? It's starting to feel like 
What was that? Nothing. Who are you feeling like? No one. Eiffel. Whoa, it is really hot in this room. Oh, you noticed. I can't get anything past you. Right. Anything to report? Um, hmm. Space is black. Stars are big. I hate my job. Ho, ho, ho. Seriously, anything going on? Nah, not really. Everything's pretty nominal up here. Oh. Any problems? Things going horribly wrong? Either of you? Um, no, not, at the no, not really. Everything's Nothing I can think of. Yeah. Oh. But is there anything that isn't an emergency yet, but is on its way towards... Commander, this is just a crazy stab in the dark, but are you really bored back there? Well, yes. I mean, don't get me wrong, Hira, I'm thrilled that you're back, but now that I don't have to be babysitting the station's processor every half hour and Hilbert's not running experiments... There's not an awful lot to administrate. Well, now you know how... Yes? Nothing. You all right? Fine. Okay. Anyway, you must be up to something in between the bouts of complaining. Anything going on with our radio? Eh, I'm just running a routine maintenance check on the receiver. Eiffel, call me a paranoid old harpy. (gasps) Don't even dream about it. The last time you did a routine maintenance check was... Well, recorded history doesn't stretch that far back. What are you two really up to? Mm, You know me too well. We're trying to see if we can learn a bit more about our mysterious space transmissions. We've had a weak signal bouncing around our dish for the past four hours. If we could get a lock on it, we might be able to get a more precise origin point for these broadcasts. But we keep losing the transmission after a few seconds. It's just like looking for a uh, transmission in deep space. Okay, what is wrong with you? I'm fine. Officer Eiffel and I have a little bet going. Oh? Hira? I bet him that he can't go a full hour without making pop culture references. What? You're going to give him an aneurysm. Hey. Seriously, if this breaks him, you have to buy me a new communications officer. Hey. How much time is left? 23 minutes. Time's up at 1,800 hours by the central processor's reckoning. And what happens when he loses? Hey. He has to completely abide by military protocol for 24 hours. I see. Aren't you going to ask what happens if I win? can't really think of a scenario in which that would be relevant. Oh, fine. Yuck it up. <laughs> I'm sorry, Eiffel, but this isn't completely unlike shooting fish in a barrel. Is that why you've turned the comms room into a sauna? Are you trying to sweat out the gibberish? Actually, that wasn't me. Ahem. <clears throat> I was, uh, trying to fix an electrical surge in the aft deck system, and I may have accidentally overclocked the heating system for the comms room. And? And I may or may not be 100% sure of where in my control matrix the climate control settings are. 
So, on top of the usually elevated levels of fun that are associated with scanning outer space for traces of alien life, I get to do it while luxuriating in this hot... This really hot room. Aha. Well, as scintillating as it would be to watch you squirm with elementary grade English, I've just had an idea. I'll be right back. Hey, wait. 6.45. Hmm? Oh. Avoid lockouts. Keep at least one member of your crew inside your craft at all times. Damn it! What was that? Eiffel's been spot testing me, Hera. He doesn't believe that I've memorized all the survival tips in Price and Carter. It's not that I don't believe it. I'm just disgusted by it. I keep hoping to discover it's not true. Well, believe as little as you want doesn't change the fact that I do know them. And so should you. Completely insane. All right. Where were we? 147. Right. Channel 147. No contact. Channel 148. Do you want a drum roll? Ha ha. Channel 148. No contact. Uh, strike my last yes contact. Hira, begin backtrace calculations before we... Oh, never mind. I assume that wasn't enough to get a trajectory lock. Give me a second. Let me see if I can get it back. So, how are you doing? What do you mean? Nothing, just asking how you're doing. I'm fine. Why wouldn't I be? Well, you were kind of shut down for a while there. And Hilbert said he had to reconstruct a lot of your motherboard while he was repairing your personality core. Is the new brain working out okay? Oh, Officer Eiffel, I can always depend on you to find the mojus for even the most sensitive and delicate of topics. I don't know, it's weird. Everything's here, more or less, but it's... It's shifted around, like... Like someone went to your house and moved everything just a tiny bit. You know, so little that you don't even notice anything's off until you try to find something. And then you can't find anything. I'll be fine. I'm getting the hang of it again. I'll... I just need a while. Well, if there's one thing we've got around here, it's a nice, long while. What about you? Commander Minkowski filled me in on everything that happened with Hilbert. Oh, so you heard about my demotion from communications officer to experimental meatbag, eh? It's doing wonders for my CV. Sounds like a lot happened while I was gone. You have no idea. All right, crew. 946. In a tight spot, remember, statistically, most things are afraid of the dark. You are making that up. Hira? It matches the edition of Price and Carter that I have in my databanks. Word for word. You're insane. I'm disciplined. Although I will admit they do get more esoteric as you go higher up the list. In any case, if we're trying to unravel the mysteries of the universe, 
I thought we might do a bit of outsourcing. Oh, no. Good evening, Doctor. Nighttime is arbitrary in space. At the moment, so is your laundry. If you ever want to experience anything approximating personal hygiene again, you're going to earn your keep. Indeed. May I ask how? You're going to help us make sense of these transmissions from the Dorado system. I am going to give you an obnoxious number of waveform readouts, and you're going to decipher as much of them as you can. Why the sudden interest in radio astrology, Commander? Expecting company. Have I mentioned the limited time aspect of this offer? Fine. It will be more engaging than staring out of this window. I'm going to need a console with access to all of the station's sensory equipment. Okay. And something with the processing power to calculate stellar dimensions. One of the CX-20s from the bridge will do nicely. Okay. And the means to realize a full spectral analysis of the transmission's radiological emissions. Access to one of my laboratory's workstations will be optimal. Agreed? Oh, I'm terribly sorry. Those were, I hear you, okays. Not, I have lost all my senses and I'm about to commit a fatal error, okays. I wouldn't give you an Etch-A-Sketch, Hilbert. You get printouts of Eiffel's radio logs, one notepad, and a number two pencil. If you want to do calculations, Hira can pump them through the station central processor. If I'm going to get anywhere, I will at least need the star charts for this system and for the Dorado constellation. I suppose that sounds pretty harmless. I'll be by in a moment with all the readouts, Doctor. Eiffel? Already on it. You know, Commander, there's gotta be better ways to curb your boredom than riling up some Hilbert intrigue. And what would you suggest? Oh, I don't know. You must have some hobbies other than making trains run on time. Something to do with friends? Boyfriends? Of course I do, but... Well, there aren't really a lot of opportunities for rock climbing or trail hiking in the immediate vicinity. And... Not that it's any of your business. I don't have a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, no, that was more of a I j- have a husband. You have a... What? A husband. I'm sorry, one more time? Hira, you've read my personnel file. You know I'm married. I thought that was a really weird typo. Oh, for... Never mind, forget I said anything. You're... Married? Yes, Eiffel. Five years next July. What's he like then, Mr. Minkowski? Mr. Kudelka, as a matter of fact. And, again, not any of your business. He is a wonderful man. What does he do, Mr. Kudelka? He is a foreign correspondent for the Globe. We met during a furlough I had in Paris. Well, my stars, isn't that nice? You'll always have p- Ahem. What will they always have? Particularly fond memories of each other. Uh-huh, because it sounded a lot like you were going to say- But I didn't, so shut up. How do you people live like this? So how did your husband take the news that you'd be going on this mission? He was fine with it? Fine? be a strong word. He always knew that I was interested in space flight. It wasn't a complete surprise. 
I was applying to the NASA programs when we first met, but then I kept getting rejected every year, and, well, when Goddard Futuristics offered me this job, I mean, it was a longer rotation than anything we discussed, but it was what I wanted to do. And he knew it. Anyways, I should get these readouts to Dr. Hilbert. I'm serious, you two. Look at me and hear my serious voice. My personal life is none of your business. The broom closet is still vacant, so don't let me catch you two sniggering about it. No, sir. Perish the thought. Good. In other news, I think that I finally figured out how to get the climate controls working again. All right, let's give it a shot. Well, that certainly was a shot. That... that might have actually been the interior lighting system. Might it really? Let me see if I can fix that. Oh, take your time. There's not really anything too pressing for me to take care of. Unless that were to happen, tell me you can get a lock on this without needing me to do anything with the controls. Uh, I think so. Beginning backtrace program now. That would be lovely. Officer Eiffel, you're not, you know. Not what? I don't think you're just an experimental meatbag. Well, thank you for the vote of non-meatbagginess. That's one, at least. You're actually very good at your job. It takes a lot of work to get anywhere with these instruments. You just... Sometimes, Officer Eiffel, you ought to take yourself as seriously as you're taking our bet. I mean, look at what you're doing. You might be on the verge of something historic. Thanks, Hira. That and a dime. Nobody sent me up here to make history. Nobody back at Canaveral thought I'd ever get anywhere with this stuff. They just needed something to keep me occupied. This thing that I do, this really complicated, really technical, really difficult thing that I do, it's just here to keep me from getting bored. It's just a hobby they thought I'd like. My job is... Well, I guess my job is dying. Dying in a particularly interesting, observable way. And the only thing that even qualifies me for that is having a pulse. What does it matter what they think? They're not you. You can be more. What do you know about it? It's not exactly the same when you're an all-powerful, basically omniscient superintelligence. Subject? You think that's what defines you? Well, when those t- 
test results come back, if they say you're friendly and agreeable and willing to roll over for every bozo in a lab coat, well, then you get a shiny gold star and a cushion job flying jetliners over the Atlantic. But if that's not how your numbers come up, if the tests say you're flighty or mercurial or a port impulse control, then get ready for a nice long life operating mine shafts or trash compactors, or you can get sold off or scrap metal or places. Doing things not because you're good at them, but just because of what you are. Has it ever occurred to you that there might be jobs for which the only requirement is having no pulse? I'm sorry. I, I never realized. quite like outer space and you can't say it's not interesting <laughs> and I like this music <laughs> yeah this is nice what is this Beethoven ah orchestral suite number three in D major mm, back to the future I, I mean uh I missed that did you say something nothing at all but but, but yeah this is really nice let's just enjoy this for a moment Well, moment over. Anything you can do to get that transmission back here, eh? Just a moment. Refocusing frequency arrays. Hira? Yes, Officer Eiffel? Did you accidentally reconnect the lighting instead of making sure we didn't lose the signal? I don't have to answer that. All right. Hilbert's drafted up some preliminary calculations to... Everything okay? Tickety-boo, Commander. What's the weather report from the cr... From Hilbert? Drink it in for yourselves. Doctor? Tell them. I've run the sidereal projections based on angles of entry and the approach vector is correlated by... The express version. <sighs> Fine. Looking at the star chart for the Dorodo constellation, there's only one star that's within the right range of astronomical distances. Gliese 163. About 46 light years away from our current position. But wait, it gets better. Gliese 163 is a red dwarf star. It has almost identical spectral characteristics to Wolf 359. It's the same kind of star that we're orbiting around. Is that more in favor of camp aliens, or more in favor of camp weird-ass natural phenomena? It's camp. This isn't a coincidence. Command knew what they were doing when they sent us up here. Oh. 325. What? Price and Carter, 325. Go. Don't you think that we should- What? Get more afraid? Get more paranoid? I'm getting about maxed out on how worried I can get about this crap. So somewhere on their side of the galaxy, the aliens have their own version of the Hephaestus spinning around Giraffe 163 or whatever they call it. Don't really see how that leaves us off any better or any worse. So when you think up whatever clever thing you're going to do to get us out of this, I'm with you all the way. But until then, 325. 
An error is not a disaster until you repeat it. A56. No situation is unsolvable if you have enough dynamite. 184. Used in moderation, fear is an extremely effective stimulant. Oh, come on. 555. Uh... Oh, hello. Hold on a second. I know this. Damn it. Hey, look at that! Looks like there may be hope for you yet. Quiet, Eiffel. Hira, what's DSS PPM 555? Good communication habits are key to continued subsistence. Be in touch with other crew members about shipboard activities. Interfacing about possible problems or dangers is the best way to anticipate and prevent them. So you forget the one tip in the entire manual that's actually helpful? Shut up. Anticipated events. Oh, 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 thanks, sweet baby Jesus, and all the other Christmas critters. I thought 1800 hours would never get here. Worst 60 minutes ever. All right, folks, get ready for the recap. Our space odyssey's getting bok to bok. Good mornings, Vietnam from alien radio free Europe and our Nostromos one photon torpedo away from losing its deflector shields. Our paranoid androids have an Ed 209 moments and G.I. Jane's beginning of a beautiful friendship ended in marriage to Clark Kent. Darth Frankenstein's having a time out in the cooler and what we've got here is a failure to communicate and if you think any of that's gonna change anytime soon, forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. Oh, that's a relief. Feel better? Loads. Proud of yourself? Oh, you have no idea. I didn't know I had that in me. Yes, well, just one teeny tiny little problem. What's that? This is the sound of me finally figuring out how to turn on the air conditioning for the comms room. The sound 1800 hours makes is that one. Oh. So I'm afraid you only went 59 minutes and 29 seconds without making pop culture references. Oh. Oh, I am so terribly sorry, Eiffel. Close. Very very close, but no cigar. Definitely no cigar. Oh. Eiffel? You okay? Are you in there? Oh. Honestly, Hera, I think you really did break him. If I could just interject for a moment. No. This has been Wolf 359, written and directed by Gabriel Urbina. The roles of Eiffel and Hilbert were played by Zach Valenti. The role of Minkowski was played by Emma Scherzarko, and the role of Hero was played by Michaela Swee. Original music by Alan Rohde, and audio recording by Jared Paul. 
Tonight's space transmission was Orchestral Suite No. 3 in D Major by Johann Sebastian Bach. Want to show off your encyclopedic knowledge of all things pop culture? There's no better way to do it than by leaving a review on our iTunes page. Visit us at wolf359.fm to get full episodes and extras, or follow us on Twitter at wolf359radio for more information on our show. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. It begins, as terrible things often do, with a knife. People of Herta, chosen children of the night, a lost soul has come to us. I'm not sure if I can do this. It's always better if you just do it quick. You came to St Kilda to escape your past, but the past isn't so easy to outrun. You always say you're changing, but underneath you're just the same. She was a child, Lockie. You liar! Did you really believe this community would accept you? I think you're meant to be here. A little bird told me that you're a liar. All of this, it comes with a cost, Lucky. Did you really believe you could find redemption? The time for excuses is over. The Secret of St Kilda, available wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to season one now and remember... There is no change without sacrifice.